Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, computer, why don't you go ahead and uh, chart us a course home through the Odinian Nebula, please. Captain, I do not advise that. You know it is dangerous. And there are pirates and beasts. In the space, the deep space. Yeah, computer, just maybe do what I say, please. Uh, go ahead and, uh... What are... What's with the alarms? What's going on? I did try to warn you. <sighs> Activate rigging protocols. Hello, I am Ken Brown, and as your Game Master, I welcome you back to the world of Riven, the Shattered Continent. Will the rest of this merry band introduce themselves? Hello there, uh, I'm Harkos Ironjaw Pissarro, and I'm an Alakokra monk. And the world is confusing lately, but I plan to use my second chance to give everyone else theirs. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. The world is strange right now. But I have given my word. No matter how fate directs me, I shall stand and protect those who cannot protect themselves. Portrayed by Brad Konauer. Thanks, crew. And thank you for joining us at our table. Now, prepare yourselves for Rolling in the Geek. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Uh, people are going to think I killed my husband. Let's do it regular. <clears throat> hey, guys. Uh, Nick here from Rolling in the Geek here, Sound Wizard. I just wanted to let you know that today's episode, uh, we got a special ad for you for our buddies over at Realms of Peril and Glory. They're an all-new actual play podcast. Each season of Realms of Peril and Glory is a new story told collaboratively at the table. Uh, I got to listen to an episode of the Realms of Peril and Glory, and let me tell you, I loved their sound design. I am the sound wizard, so I really picked up on how crisp things were, and their custom score is great. Uh, it's it's really awesome. You can find and listen to Realms of Peril and Glory anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, so a big thanks to Realms of Peril and Glory for their support. They're running an ad for us also, and uh, here's the trailer for their newest season. Welcome to Realms of Peril and Glory, an all-new actual play podcast. There are guided tours once a week! Come on, Dorbredon! <laughs> 
RPG is home to hilarious stories. The thing that kicks off a really good tale is uh when they take their tops off. Sorry? When you're reading like don't worry, don't worry. And thrilling adventures. There's bad guys, there's an ogre. Probably best if you stay here. Sorry, I'll be back soon. Why am I tied up? That was your sibling, not me. Bye. Each season is an all-new actual play story told collaboratively at the table, featuring guest players from the Magnus Archives. I remember being in the water, and that was awful, and now I'm not in the water, and that's much better. Wooden overcoats. I am a snowman. I have one job, and that is to stand in place. I was doing that very well. Yes, and she might come back nine times more powerful with lots of food and kippers. We fix space junk. On the surface, you might look different, but you're very, very similar inside. And I can vouch for that. And more. What I am about to tell you stays in this room. Got it? You don't have to know where there's, like, secret plans about meat and smoothies. Ducks! Did you say ducks? Did you say ducks? Sorry, did you say duck? You can find Realms of Peril and Glory wherever you listen to podcasts. We're gonna have a good laugh, then we're gonna possibly cry, and then we'll, we'll grab dinner. Hello, listeners. Ken, your Game Master here. I want to thank you for joining us here at Rolling in the Geek. We are, once again, though, asking you for your support. Because through your support, we are able to create content with improved quality and quantity. Check out Rolling of the Geek over on Patreon and choose a tier with rewards that fit you. Every little bit helps us along our path. Now back to three guys who are more excited to game than sleep. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. Trevor and Harkos meet up at the King's Keep while William goes off to call an emergency meeting of the King's Council. He comes back after some time and tells them that the council is assembled. A uh, uh, council assembled. Hey. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> that's they, super copyright. They hit in. The <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they head in to talk with them and find King Jubilee as joyous as ever. The mood turns somber, however, as they start to explain what happened on the Brava and the attack from Rhyme. Harkos has an impassioned speech where he explains that they shouldn't even be there, but they are, and that the dragons are coming whether they believe them or not. At the end of his speech, the Queen Mother comes in congratulating Harkos on his passionate speech and reveals herself to be Cyraxis in disguise. She had been using her position by the king's side to manipulate the realm into confusion and chaos. She reveals that through this, she had ordered the hit on Trevor from Veldreth and sent Rhyme to Harkos to make sure that he was raised right. She eventually leaves as the ritual that is restoring her is nearing completion, which is being fueled by the kidnapped Evelyn and Phil along with other things. Harkos and Lord Tyrillian have a heartfelt conversation where he apologizes to Harkos for not believing him the first time. Tyrillian leaves, escorting King Jubilee out of the castle to hopeful safety. Trevor leaves as well, while Harkos stays behind and clears the table to pull out his egg puzzle. He works furiously on it and is able to complete it in one go with a bolt of inspiration. After he completes it, it cracks open, revealing a note telling Harkos that hopefully he is ready to hear this but that even though they have never met him or spoke with him, his parents love him. 
His parents being Onyxiath and Arorath, the Black and Silver Methuselahs, respectively. And that is where we pick back up. Uh, so, Harkos, Trevor, you are in this uh, council meeting chamber. Harkos, you have this note in your hand. You know, I, I, I told Brad this. Well, you stepped away to deal with a bug in the pre-show. Um, I got all three of uh, uh, I got I got through all my editing this week. I got it all done. So I I finished editing 87 before we recorded tonight, which was really good. I was like, oh, cool. It's putting me kind of back in the mood. Like I'm, some of this is like, boom, right there, because the part that I had left was when Queen Mother shows up. Like it was the it was the bulk of that happening and then all the after. So like, good, this is great. And then listening to you fucking like double down on it. And I feel so like I was in a pretty we, we had a good pre-show. I feel so sick right now. <laughs> just just suddenly which is good because i talked to brad i fu- i found we talked in the in the post show i didn't know where harkos was uh because everything hit pretty hard i i found harkos over the course of the last week so <sighs> let's see if i can break the game right let's let's hope let's hope it doesn't end in death and demise <laughs> um Trevor, feel free to interject uh, if 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 you have anything, but I'll go ahead because <clears throat> I know Trevor's just kind of been standing there watching. Right. Along with William. Yeah. And and yeah, Trevor and company. Um, so Harkos, as as I stated, what goes through his mind is like. There, there's there's a couple beats of like just blank not knowing what to think as his mind just ta- just soaks in all that that note was and then like a calm before the storm he very carefully rolls the scroll back up grabs the little claw takes both of those things, sets it inside the egg, takes the egg and places it as nicely um, together as he can and then puts it back in his bag. As soon as the two halves touch, it reseals. Okay. Um, So he, he takes note of that and then he places it back in his bag. my heart's beat beating um <laughs> and then with sorry i being in the moment is is different i want to make sure that this still tracks i talked i talked to brad about this when i found it out so i want to make sure it still feels like it tracks and i, I feel like it does so with a fury and a rage that I don't know that we've seen part of me wants to say at all from Harkos part of me wants to say since Trevor died um so definitely present company has not seen Harkos this way no matter what um 
Harkos is going to bring both of his hands up in the air into fists and bring them down on the table as he he he's gonna he's gonna do that. He's gonna shout No, it would it was supposed to make more sense. When I do this for RP purposes in an attempt Nick wants to burn Harkos's last key point as Harkos kind of loses control when he strikes the table because Nick thinks RP wise if I could do some heavy damage to the table it would make Nick happy but that's uh, narratively I think that's what's happening to Harkos whatever he uses when he fights he lost control over over it in that point I just happen to only have one key point left if that's okay with the gracious DM if that's what you want to do then you're doing it's it it's not what I want to so. do but if, if, it feels like that's I I soul searched for a long time about how to handle this, and the only way I could think is how I felt. I I mean I feel I feel weird. Um, so Harkos is behaving irrationally, um, but he does. So he brings he brings both fists down on the table, and I I burn that key point for no purpose. I'm not trying to do any of my key moves. I just think that he he goes full bore into his monastic tradition. Um, and, and, and the, the, the power and the aggression and stuff flows out in that strike. As he embraces that disgust with not getting the answers he thought he was going to get because, and I don't want to misconstrue it. Nick is happy with the answers and presumably Harkos, uh, depending on how things play out, I'm sure he'll be happy having some sort of information, but he, he put that together hoping for stuff that would help him with Cyraxis. And this, this doesn't feel like it does the way he's seeing it. So that's why he's reacting this way. I'm not disappointed in the information. Um, but anyway, in that moment, He's so he, he he strikes the table and then he's going to. That's when the next wave of information hits him, because his mind starts racing through everything else to see like what did he miss what 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 else is there that he could try and do because like I said in episode like Harko said in episode eighty seven, he sees it as they've just started losing, so he's trying to find a branch to grasp on as we're plummeting towards the earth, and that's when what the queen said about rhyme hits him about how she sent him to make sure Harkos was raised the right way. And so as as he struck the table, that thought crosses his mind. And he goes, no, no, not, not the whole time. And he's going to get up from the table and he's going to like uh, fling the chair away from himself. And then as he's like looking around the room, fucking crazy eyed, uh, enraged with the happenings, his eyes find purchase on Lenara. Oh God, he's making the crazy eyes at me. And <laughs> as Harkos is rewinding through the events, looking for information, he realizes no, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Why, why, you know what? I don't need to, I don't need to narrate this third person anymore. This can actually be uh, dialogue. So Harkos finds purchase on the Nara and then he, he storms towards her. <clears throat> you, why, 
Why you? Why only you? Why did he take the other two? How do you know nothing? What are you not saying? What were you doing in that room that Trevor found? What, what is going on? She, uh, Trevor, you would probably see this. She has, uh-huh. uh, she has a saber that's kind of like strapped onto the back of her belt and her hand is solidly on it, like with it partially drawn. Harkos. I understand that you're scared and I understand that there is a lot happening but I am not your enemy how do I know that I've I only just met I've spent no time with you and and she raises up her head and shows you the still somewhat bleeding cut across her neck Does this not show enough for you? Oh. <sighs> the ends that these people would go to, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Whether you were completely aware or not you could have easily been a pawn in the grand scheme of things and when you outlived your usefulness well Trevor what did Rhyme say to you as he held that blade up against my throat. Oh, you were asking me in game. I'm sorry. You took something totally from didn't. me, so now I'll take something from you. Glad you guys remember. I, I just <laughs> edited this episode. <laughs> I, I, I just edited all this stuff. All of this is very fresh. So give me, he, give me no props. He said... Uh, You took something from me, and now I will take something from you. That doesn't sound like somebody who's trying to manipulate you through me, except towards further violence. I repeat this again, Harkos. I am not your enemy. There is no one, no one on the Brava that would ever, ever betray the word of our captain who said that he would ferry you to Aetherport safely. No one. And I can tell you that with absolute certainty. Because I know them. I've worked with them. I live with them. I trust them. That includes me. You can trust me too. 
And she looks over at Trevor and she says, he does. Or at least I hope he does. I, I do. So, <clears throat> as Harkos continues his downward spiral, apparently, um, he's just going to kind of nod and go, okay, all right. Then he's going to take a couple steps back and... I don't know that this will amount to anything. This is a thought I had uh, today while I was thinking about how this could pan out. So I haven't told Brad about this. Um, he's going to... Uh, he's going to start shouting out, Zuriel! Zuriel! And because he's losing his fucking mind, when she doesn't insta-appear, he's going to drop to his knees and start dumping out his gold. And looking at each fucking coin. <laughs> Damn it, I know you're here. Hello. Just shouting at each of his fucking gold pieces. This is what being bird brained is like. Um there is one of your coins that does not look right. Oh <laughs> is gonna hold that Brad talk. Trevor's gonna walk over and and put his hand on Harkos's shoulder. Harkos semi-aggressively shrugs it off. And says, no, see, it's different. She's here. Z- Zuriel, please. D- uh, we, I need uh, to... <laughs> Harkos. No, Trevor, it's different. Harkos. Uh, tuning in. Hello. Yep. I heard, I heard you. Hello? This hurts me a little bit, but Hargus is going to shoot daggers over his shoulder at Trevor. And then, and then turn, <sighs> turn back to the coin. Um, things are bad. Um, uh, Cyraxis, they're breaking the spell. The, the, the curse at the Cabal place, she's, she's undoing it now at Aetherport. And she's using our friends as fodder for it. Oh, dear. Oh. Oh, gods. Oh, crap. Hey, give me, like... Give me... One hour, five minutes, and 13 seconds, and I will be there. Ooh. Nine, eight, uh, seven, uh, six, five, so, three, uh, two, one. Harkos, is, is this is this is not funny? Is this is are you is this a joke? No, that that's the precise amount of time that it'll take me to get the the components together and create a summoning circle and uh, find somewhere in Aetherport that I can. Um, safely travel to without um, uh, tearing myself apart. Uh, I, I'm such a bridge burner. Arcos is going to uh, 
take that coin and pocket it sp- by itself. Um, I don't put me in a... As he does, so he's going to go, good, useless as well, got it. And he's going to he's gonna pick up the rest of his stuff. And then... Um, turn to the room and then go, okay, so um, if we're all we've got, we've, I'm sure, have no time to find the corpses of our friends, um, but we should start somewhere. William? Uh, yeah. Ideas? This is your... I've... I know nothing of this place. Underneath the castle, there's layers of storerooms and dungeons and and, uh, smithies. Uh, You know, there's... uh, This place was... There's more castle underneath this castle than there is above. I... There's a lot of places that something like that could be happening. And the the city was built around this because it had underground fortifications. This is where this is where the people of Aetherport hid against the dragons when things got bad. So it's designed, it's made to be big. It, most of it isn't even used anymore. King Jubilee likes fruit, though, so there's a lot of fruit storage. So, this is something else that I thought about that I. Um, Harkos hears that and goes, Oh, so. Also, relatively hopeless. Got it. And then he's going to look around the room frantic for a couple more passes. And then um, his body is going to slump as it as it relaxes. It goes from being tense to calm. Slump, like fall over or just like super slump, relaxed? Slump, like his body, like he was he was tense. He was alert. He was everywhere. And then his body, it, ugh, he just let out his body, let out the breath it was holding in. Um, and then he's going to he he's going to say, "Well, okay then," and he's going to, oh God, this is where I am though. This is where Harkus and I are, and I apologize to everyone involved. Harkus is going to start. Um, he's going to untie his little rope and place it in his bag, and he's going to take his robe off fold it all nicely up place it on the floor next to him and then he's going to sit on the floor knelt with his feet behind him and his hands folded olive leafed in front of him and stare at the door to this room uh ah ghost I, if there's if 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 we've already lost, there's no sense in me running from him again. I I won't. I won't give him that satisfaction. I understand that there is 
an extreme amount of things going through your head right now. And I can tell you that I know what you're feeling. Do do you? To a point. Trevor. And he he, he will look over at you while he says this. I shortly after we arrove, arrived, I don't know why the fuck I said arrove, shortly after we arrived in Iron's Edge and I met little Cassie, I came across a package seemingly appearing from nowhere. And within the package was a note that said, we're sorry, and there were tiny little booties, as if for a child, a, a baby. Later in Iron's Edge, I came across another mysterious package that again appeared as if from nowhere. It was the pieces of what I could only think were a shell. I've been trying to assemble it for quite some time, and I I just did so at the table over there. Trevor Rhyme! Rhyme! is Rhyme is Master Elijah Rhyme ruined my start to life and as if that didn't cut deep enough I am reeling with the note that appeared within that egg when I completed it letting me know that the parents that I have been searching for and that I know not of are dragons. So please, please explain to me how you get it. That was so fucking awful. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I feel so fucking shitty. You shouldn't. Hakos. If you say rhyme ruined the start of your life, I think you're letting him win. Because in my eyes, he helped shape this glorious fighter I see in front of me. (laughs) This friend brother that now knows what he needs to fight against what he doesn't want to see anyone else deal with what he doesn't want to see this world turn into again if anything he assisted in making you 
a furious warrior who knows exactly what he wants to protect everyone from. Not ruin you. If if he hadn't done that, would you be here fighting right now? You'd still be at the monastery. Because why, why would you leave if you were treated good? We wouldn't even be on this mission. We may not even know about it. It could be happening in the background and who knows, maybe no one would know. But here we are. And I know you have so much going on in your head right now. You found out your parents are dragons and that's a lot. I found out my entire lineage has something to do with dragons. They may not be my parents, but here we are. And I'm still dealing with it. I I I don't I don't fully understand it myself. But we can understand it together. And we can help stop what is happening. As far as I'm concerned, we're the only ones that can stop what's happening. But we can't do that if we don't have our wits about us. And I sure as hell can't help being half dead. So we need to gather ourselves and we need to formulate a plan and then we need to go save our friends. Rhyme hasn't won. Uh, <laughs> crap. Cyraxis. <laughs> for like the billionth time I this know. series. Cyraxis hasn't won. As long as we draw breath, they will not win. So stand up. Put your stuff back on. And let's go get things done. And what if there's nothing left to save of our friends? Then we make them pay worse than what we were going to do anyways. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> Harkos will slowly pick himself up off the floor and slowly put his robes on and slowly tie them shut. Okay. So William will step forward just to put it out there. Trevor looks borderline defeated right now (laughs) because, again, he's half dead still. 
and this whole situation is obviously weighing on him because he doesn't want to see Harkos like he is. Harkos has never been like this. I know. We've we've never been in a situation this shitty before. <laughs> Which Nick and Nick and Brad knew was coming because we're at <laughs> we're at that point where the shitty st- shit gets shittier. <laughs> but I never I never thought about how Harkos would deal with it. Anyway, William. So w- William steps forward and he's like, uh <clears throat> you know, I'm coming into this from an outside perspective a little bit, but uh if it weren't for the the two of you bringing this information here we could have just been completely caught off guard by it we almost were and it's been a long time since I've had to draw steel but whatever you're gonna do I'll be right there with you and I'll draw my blade and I'll fight for these people, for for the entire continent of Riffin, even though I'm pretty sure I'm going to die. It's worth the fight. And I have a whole I have a whole lot of guards and a whole lot more friends that are capable. So, however the Royal Guard can assist you, we will. And, uh, Linaris, you know they have Evelyn. And the crew of the Brava doesn't just let one of theirs go without a fight. So you know we're with you too. Thank you. You're welcome. So what are you guys going to do? We we have to sleep. I don't I don't feel comfortable. Nick does not feel comfortable doing that. Um because the world evolves while we sit on our asses. But even if I were to dump the remaining greater healing potions that I have into you, you need spell slots and I need key points. Yeah. We can't. I mean, it's it's very meta of us to treat the situation this way, but we. It's meta in the fact that we're doing it because we know these uh, fucking um, mechanics are low. It's not meta in that we are both. We could both 
uh, very much be spent emotionally, physically. Well, it, I was um, gonna say, in game wise, like I said, Trevor's yeah. three quarters dead. But we can't, we can't even think about going against what we have to go against as we are. It's 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 not feasible in the slightest. So we we need to go somewhere, whether that's back to the Brava or we talk to William about something. I'm up for whatever, but we I mean we can't do anything else. Unless Ken throws it in our face, then we'll and then we'll do that thing. But <laughs> roll uh the two of you roll an insight check for me. Uh, whoa, hey, that's a good one for me. It's a good one how for about, me too. How about a 26, Ken? Good for Damn. you because I fucked mine up. Mine's I got a fucking plus three in insight, but I rolled a total of eight. No, oh. I have a plus seven uh, and I rolled a 19. So Jesus, Trevor. <laughs> uh, Trevor, you you're thinking back on the interaction that you just had with uh, the Queen Mother slash Cyraxis. And it's obvious there there's. There's an obvious overtalk that was coming out of her that it sounds like she's, you know, like, Oh, the ritual is going to be completed soon. But you, you get this idea that that soon is probably not as soon as she was letting on because she was trying to scare you. She's trying to put fear into you, the King, the entire council and anybody that you all talk to. Okay. If, if you go out in the streets, you're like, fuck Cyraxis is coming. Then people are going to fucking panic. Right. And I, I think that stopping and thinking about it, you get the, you, you get that this was, she was trying to manipulate you. Well, and jokes on her. It didn't fucking work on either of us. What? I, <laughs> uh, so you probably have more time than your initial kind of panic over the situation would seem, but it doesn't mean that it's not close ish. So, so we'll, we'll tie that into Trevor's sort of calmness here. You know, it makes sense that I rolled shit. Yeah. (laughs) Narratively. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in game, uh, listen, I, I know, our interaction with Cyraxis wasn't the greatest, but you know, I've been around enough merchants and rich people to know when someone's making their side of things sound bigger than it actually is. And while I'm not taking her words lightly, I don't believe that her time frame is quite as fast as she made it out to be. I think she was intending to intimidate. We need to go and we need to rest. I, I sent Kingsley after my parents. Perhaps they can assist us since they've been through uh, their fair share of dragon happenings. 
Where we go to rest does not matter. Kingsley can find me. It's okay. But after resting, well, Rhyme took my sword and did this to my hammer. And I'm going to pull out the bolted lot of metal. Lot of metal. <laughs> so the sword's lost at the moment. But he underestimates an iron jaw because this is still doable. Yeah, but I'm sure if you throw it hard enough, it could still hurt someone. <laughs> <laughs> I will show you after we rest up a bit. I don't have the energy in me currently. Perhaps to the Brava? Yes. I would certainly not suggest staying here. You don't want to take a nap on the table? Well, the castle is probably a little on the scary side if a uh, dragon is being resurrected to power somewhere in it. Yeah. Um, you all go and rest up. I will put the entirety of the Royal Guard on call. Keep it as quiet as possible, because if we feed no. into the chaos, it's only going to work towards whatever scheme she has going. No, we're, we will, we will keep it as silent, uh, silent as we can. I am, uh, I'm a master of stealth and subtlety. I will take your word for it, William. He, uh, he, he is like, all right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. And then you hear him go, chunk, 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 His heavy ass armor as he, as he runs, uh, power walks away from you to go and start sending out the word to the, to the guard. I'm going to, in a in a very terrible attempt to lighten the situation, Trevor's going to look at Lenara, do a little bow and hold his hand out and go on to a second date, milady. She slaps your hand. <laughs> Shut up. A smile. Arcos. Uh, he's following. I no before before anything she looks at oh. Harkos. He doesn't look up to her, but he yes. Please trust us. Okay. It's not very confident sounding, but I'll take it. He. He at that uh, when she says the confident sounding, she can still say that, but I'll take it. He's going to slowly like raise his head and he's I mean, Harkos is silently weeping. Uh, I'm. I'm sorry, my. um, A majority of my life seems to have unraveled before my eyes, so. um. 
Well, Arcos, I'm a pirate. I'm in a castle. Dragons are being resurrected. And somehow I'm caught up in it. So, I mean, things are pretty fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, apparently I'm tied to them through lineage and some are very friendly to me. And one is apparently my god of sorts. I, I understand. And it's a lot to take in. And it's very hard to convince your best friend that it's a good thing. I was going to say, Harko's going to start like slowly trudging towards the door. And as you're saying, um, it's a lot to take in and all that. He's going to go, you think we're having a rough time. Just wait till we get to tell Phil. <laughs> this is going to be a heck of a sit down, I'm I'm sure. But you said it. We tell Phil. Well Ever the optimist, I suppose. So back to the Brava? Yeah. Gentlemen? Yeah. All right. You head back to the Brava. Uh, nice, steady snowfall your whole way. Uh, it seems that more of the like city workers have been mobilized to try to keep on top of this, uh, to try to keep the city moving. Uh, but more... More so than you've seen the your last handful of outings that you see a lot more uh, flying ships. Like, so you see, you know, you can't really identify whether they're, you know, like a pirate ship or, you know, like the government sanctioned ones. Uh, there's a lot more air traffic uh, because ground traffic is slowed down to a crawl. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, most of the area. Uh but you make your way back. Uh, you pass by your first encounter area, and sitting outside is the uh, tabaxi that gives you another nod as you pass by. It's just seen all of your comings and goings. Uh, uh, I forgot about this. I had this thought while we were recording, or while we were recording, while I was editing. When we pass him, Harkos is going to take note and then look to Trevor and Lenar and then go, um, one, give me just a second. Okay, we'll, we'll stop. I'll and stop. Harkos wants to go over to this tabaxi. Oh, hello, sir. It's, uh, I've seen you so many times over the last day or so. Yes, you're very observant. We we also have seen you. Are you just are you just out here forever? There's much not much else to do. That's good news for me. Um You wouldn't have happened to have seen, and then he's going to explain 
Evelyn and, and Phil. I know that there was nowhere near the fucking Brava, and I don't know where the damn Moose Jaw was. Moose Jaw? Moose Tooth. Um, but he's going to explain those two uh, to this guy. And then we... Um, we think they might be in some amount of trouble and don't really have anything to go on at current and I, I just I know you'd seen us I didn't I didn't know what all you may have seen well uh, I saw them go with you to wherever you were going and then I saw them return but I have not seen them since okay thank you You are most welcome. And Argos will trudge back over to Trevor and Lenora. Never mind. Roll a perception check for me while you're there talking to him, there, Argos. Okay. Uh, 17. Hey, I. There's something that you haven't noticed before that, that they're like striking green eyes on this tabaxi. Please, uh, please hold. (laughs) Um, I need to go. Uh, What am I trying to do, man? Where's... What the... What the what? Okay. Uh... Uh... Okay. Mm. Okay, Harkos... As he goes to walk away, he's actually... he just, Just because you made a comment about it, I feel like I need to make a comment about it, so... Um... Maybe Ken's just really impressed with his NPC. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> it's entirely possible. Red herrings are are all all are are abound, um, all at all times. So Hargos will as he as he goes to walk away, he's going to turn and he takes note of that. And he's going to, you know, you have. Forgive me if this comes off strange. I'm having a very bad night. Um, but you have very striking and uh, pretty green eyes. Oh, that's a very nice thing for you to say. I've always, and you see, kind of puts his hand up, like kind of pats his cheeks underneath the, uh, underneath the eyes. I've always felt that the green is my color. It's the color of the trees in spring, no? Yeah. Your your eyes would be... Hmm. It's almost like a little bit of blue. 
would go a long way for them. Suspicious. So, uh, okay. I don't. I. I. I don't want to take uh, a ton of time away from the episode, but I. I need. I need feedback. D- does it rationally make sense with the way Harkus has been all over the place? That Nick is getting weirdo vibes from this guy. So for for Harkos to to press uh, some thoughts that Nick is having, right? Like it it doesn't feel like a complete one eighty for for Harkos to still be kind of grasping at straws with this man, right? Does that feel off at all to anyone? Because if so, I don't want to fucking do it. I don't think so. I'm not going to answer that question because I'm not here to influence your decisions. Okay. If you feel that it fits, uh, I just, then that's that's on you. Like I'm not gonna I, try to push you either way. I, I think it does in in the vein that Harkos would know that this conversation just got a little weird. Yeah. So I think it I, with with how he's been he's he doesn't trust a fucking thing at the moment he's he uh, accused everything under the damn sun that he could back in the fucking war room I feel like it it works so Harkos is so he makes the comment about a little bit of blue and oh I mean that's a it's a very specific um what would make you think that blue was um, a good color is just the feeling that I am getting (sighs) okay so um, this is me um, living out a crackpot corner in real time so here Here we go. Oh. Okay. Um, Well, thank you, I guess. And Harkus is going to go to turn. And then he's going to go, Oh, uh, can... Could I ask you one more question? Oh, but of course. Uh, We're, um... Well, I, I am new to Aetherport and and my my friend hasn't been here for some time Um, we actually we just came into town well I guess it was late yesterday early tonight however you want to look at time and um, I had some um, some merchandise I was we had had brought along from our travels that uh, I was looking to to maybe offload here. Um, I don't know if you know of where any merchants... Are. You know, actually, and I'm going to reach into my bag and pull out Veldra's sword. But do, I mean, do you think do you think this is even worth looking into to try and sell to someone? I have no idea. Fuck! I... <laughs> I... <laughs> I hate to say, but my 
experience with metal and weapons of such an obviously fine caliber are very limited. I hate to disappoint you. No, I, I appreciate it. Uh, you just seemed so... For how much you don't move, you seemed very about town, so... I'll put the I'll put the I'll put the mm, I'll put the thing away. Sorry. I've always been right here. Do you just or, you nope? I'm I'm becoming Nick and not Harkus. Harkus is gonna go. Well, I guess we'll. I'm sure we'll see you again. Thank you very much for your time. Have a most pleasant evening. And Hargos will turn to walk away, go up to Trevor in the dark and go, never mind. And we can continue on. <laughs> hey, to the, the rest of your your the rest of your journey to the Brava is uneventful. Uh and you arrive uh and board. And sleep. I uh, the uh the the guard that you worked with earlier uh Harkos Richard is yes Richard is uh still patrolling seems a little uh worse for the wear but he seems to have come out the other side of it okay oh hey uh you guys are back you went off in such a rush i was expecting things to explode after you uh from wherever you were going um well they they did but not uh you know in that way um we can we can definitely we will be addressing it in in the the more well the later morning um and Harkos is going to um clasp Richard on the shoulder as he's walking past and go thank you for your help, by the way. You're a... Oh, no. Thank you, because I am pretty sure I would have died. Well... Uh, I I appreciated your being there nonetheless. You guys definitely look like you need some sleep. Uh, yes... There Very are much. plenty or plenty of hammocks. Uh feel free to take any that looks like it's not uh currently occupied. Thank you. It's a kind of a share and share alike lifestyle on the boat. I'm gonna start heading downstairs to to get a hammock. Okay, see ya, bye. Yeah, Harkos too. Okay, see you too, bye. Uh you head downstairs, crawl into a hammock, and pass the fuck out. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, and I, yeah, Har- Harkos, uh, mainly for Trevor, zero qualms uh, about climbing into a hammock, by the way. And then about 15 minutes after you, uh, you conk out, uh, Harkos, you get awoken by being shaked, shook, 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 shaken, shooketh. shaken. You were, uh, you were, you were shooketh. Hello, yes. Uh, good, hello. Uh, you open your eyes and a very tall, red-headed woman 
is standing over you, shaking you. What? Told you an hour, five minutes, and 13 seconds. And here it is, an hour, five minutes, and 45 seconds. And you're sleeping. Correct. And I'm I'm going to go back to sleep now. Um, you're an hour, five minutes, and 45, 50 seconds late from when I did need you as I was having uh, quite the breakdown. I'm still in the midst of it, um, but I fear that if I don't sleep, my body will explode. So, um, good good morning, I suppose, um, and and good goodbye for a solid eight or so. Okay. I'll just go elsewhere. I appreciate you showing up. She gives you like a weird salute thing. She's like, feels you tell it. She's like, feels really awkward. Just doesn't know what the fuck to do in this moment. I I'll go and chill. Good night. As Harkos goes to like roll over, but if you want to, um, rhyme was at the, the back of the the ship and and blew a hole through the side when he left holy son of a bitch okay feel feel free to look at that while we rest i'm on it okay bye toodles (laughs) you sleep sleep harkos just for a narrative reason to uh, put out there um, not that I think anyone would know this but just for the audience for you guys Harkos um, is cuddling with his egg while he sleeps <laughs> no. D- despite everything I, I, I do want to put it out there the the information does mean something to him he, I just I don't think that it means what it needs to yet okay you sleep I think that you guys are just so fucking exhausted that you just have a completely dreamless sleep. You're just out. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, uh, and then you awaken. I would say getting close to afternoon, uh, because it is very late by the time that you actually cock out. Yeah. Has Kingsley returned yet? Yeah, he's uh, he he's sitting on like a nail that's been driven into one of the posts above you and is just staring directly down at you, like right into your eyes. <laughs> so I like open my eyes and he's just staring at me. Yep. He's like maybe like six inches away from your face. Oh, that's not awkward. Caw. So, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. In my head, did you, did you find them? Yes, yes, I did. And and where are they? Above. You are amazing. I did not have any more than just dropping off the letter for them, but they very quickly came to the decision that they needed to come here immediately. I stick. I- I stick by what I just said. It may not seem like much as Trevor tries to get up because I'm sure he's still sore. <laughs> sore and hammocks are not the easiest lounge yeah. type thing to get out of. So, yeah, I'd say it's taken some effort. It may not seem like much, but it is a lot. I exist to serve. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of not easy to get out of, um, thud. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Picks himself up and dusts off. This is why I build them on the ground. <laughs> so I tried to imagine how you'd make a hammock into a nest now. I wanted to make it a point that Harkos gave zero shits about making it, like, he collapsed in that hammock very sad. And was just like, what's the point? What's the point of a nest? <laughs> but upstairs, that's where I'm going. Mm hmm. You head upstairs. Uh, you head up uh, and uh, Trevor, you were instantly uh, kind of aware that. Lenara is standing there in full ass pirate shit talking to your very well dressed parents. 
<laughs> I look over at Harkos and I go, well, this is awkward. What? Oh. The, well, I guess. Uh, maybe for you. Uh, so, but so the... Oh, sorry. I thought you were I was done. Just, it was just a fucking shitty... The best part of my morning so far. <laughs> <laughs> Terminal, like, half smile. Uh, so you see the three of them are conversing. Uh, Zeriel is leaned against the main mast uh, with her rifle kind of, like, slung between her arms. And she's holding it there. Uh you see kind of a smattering of the crew that are kind of going about their business. I'm going to walk over and hug my mother. Uh, as you're walking up, you can see that she, it, she has on a lot of makeup to try to conceal it, but she has very heavy bags under her eyes. Uh, she looks significantly older and more worn than the last time that you saw her. Uh, Like she just is tired. She's just exhausted beyond belief. And it's written all over her face, no matter what she has tried to do to conceal it. Uh, But as you wrap your, your arms around her to embrace, to embrace her, uh, she wraps hers around you and squeezes you tightly. It has been so, so long, my son. Too too long. I was hoping that we would get to meet for a dinner and not um, on a pirating vessel, but I'll take any reunion that I can. Well, I mean... Dinner's not out of the question just yet, just postponed. Do they serve food here? Or Yes, but it'd be better to go eat in town. Uh, your friend seems very... Your, <laughs> your friend seems very nice. My, my, my friend. Oh, yeah, yes, um, <laughs> Lenara. Yes, um, uh, you've you've been speaking. Yeah, yes, for a a a, a short short bit. Yes, just a short bit. Oh, we've we've had time to discuss a great many things. Uh, oh, well, uh, oh. What was that embarrassing story that you told me about Trevor when he was like four or five? What what was that one again? Uh, uh, so anyways, um, on to the topic of what, why I needed you both here. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I, it, we did invite her over to see some of your baby portraits, uh, and, and we won't show her the bathtub ones, but, you know, the, you know, the ones of you playing out in the courtyard in the estate, those would be, those would be fun to share. So... Uh, specifically because fuck Brad, uh, <laughs> Arcos is going to pipe up from the back and go, so just, just to be clear for, for me, um, 
is it like super commonplace to meet the parents after the first date or because I feel like that's a lot of baggage for, um, for me and to, and to, and mother this is my my best friend barrel <laughs> 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 through my questions <laughs> <laughs> oh what was that oh hi um H- harkos yes uh my husband told me that uh our our trevor had a had a very unique friend well, that's definitely a word for it. He keeps getting more and more unique. Yep, still a word for it. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've traveled and been through a, a, a lot together. He's I couldn't ask for a better person to to travel with. You know, I was going to make that, you know, typical mom thing where I would say, are you making friends in your, you know, your new line of work or, you know, all that. But uh, I guess I don't need to, I don't need to answer. I don't need to ask that <laughs> question because look at these fine friends that you have around you. Well, then we're... I, Harko, she she comes up and she offers out her her hand in a very polite handshake. Oh, um, okay, yep. Harko's very awkwardly shakes the hand. Uh, she takes your hand and then does kind of like a, a curtsy thing. Oh, it's very very nice to meet you, uh, Harko's. Harko's not knowing how to behave. Curtsies back and says. <laughs> Same to you as well. Well, uh, but uh, Trevor, you uh, had something that you wanted to discuss with your father and I. Uh, it, yes, we we have a very important something to discuss with the two of you. I think you're uh, probably the most well versed in our problem. Um, should should, uh, should we ask Zuriel to be here as as well, so we don't have we, to? We we definitely should. Oh yes, I am here. Yes, like, but you can come over here. That was kind of the no, yes. Oh, I I already am. We're we're gonna discuss the thing. Oh, I thought we were farther away from her than you are. Oh, okay. And then when you turn back to your parents, she's like standing next to your oh, parents gee, and you oh. see you you see that like a an illusion that's leaning up against it, it kind of goes whoosh and fades away. And okay. Um uh, Lenara, do we have some place here that we could speak? Yeah. Oh, uh yeah. Uh we could use Kirby's quarters, I guess. Those are Probably be the most private place yes. on the on the vessel. Bitch. And Kirby has still not come back, so he must have been having a quite wild night. Okay, well, fair oh, enough. I let's fucking hope so. Let's uh, 
let's move along into there for uh, before we discuss things. Okay, you head over to uh, the captain's quarters. Uh, it's locked, but Lenara pulls a set of keys out from inside of her sleeve and she pops it open for you. Uh, you enter in. You've been in here before because uh, this is kind of where uh, Captain Kirby took you right after, but a lot of nice furniture and that kind of stuff. So there's plenty of seating available. Uh, but Lenara will look to you, Trevor. Do you want me to stay or sure. do you need part of this? Yes, you, no, you I should. Just, I didn't know what the co- topics of conversation were going to be. I didn't want to interrupt. First fight, first fight, first fight. <laughs> yes, you, you are definitely part of this, so... So she uh, she turns and closes the door. Uh, she slips the key back in and relocks it just in case. And then she goes and takes a takes a seat on top of one of the uh, like on top of one of the very stereotypical pirate chests that is in here. Mm. She plops herself on top of that. Uh, you're. Mother and father go and sit on a uh, a large couch, like large, fluffy looking velvety couch. uh, They plop themselves onto. Uh, Zuriel kind of chills, leaned up against the wall. Arcos 100% is going and sitting in Kirby's chair. (laughs) He has he has a a chair set up kind of like at the front, the, the foot of his bed that is positioned and decorated in such a manner that it almost looks like a throne. Good. So you go and sit yourself down in that. Uh, it was, it's, it, you can tell that he sat in this a lot because it's definitely Kirby shaped. <laughs> uh, you, you get the, you get the thought that goes through your head that you're like, he probably just sits in here and just sits in this chair. A lot. Just because. And then right after Just. I get the thought of, I get it. <laughs> uh, Damn pirate fantasy. Uh, Bianca and Sterling will sit and... So, so Trevor, what did you want to discuss with us? For starters, um, because it feels strange and I need to do it. Uh, proper introductions. Um, Lenara, my parents. Hello. Um, Pacos, you've slightly met both of them, but my parents. Uh, and this is Zuriel. I don't know if you've spoken to her yet. Yes, I've spoken to Zuriel. Not, not you, Hakos, them. Oh. No, we uh, we saw her, but we weren't sure who she was or anything, so... Well, we'll open with her part, I suppose. Zuriel, will you please explain to my parents what it is you do? Oh, um, hi, I'm Zuriel. I am the last remaining uh, 
of the Cabal of the Magi. And both of your parents look at her and then look at each other very nervously and then look back at you. So this all ties together. Because um, we just brought Zuriel around some fucking dragon sympathizers. <sighs> Oops. I promise you it all makes sense. Zuriel assisted in us um capturing Pylorvo. Uh, yeah, capture. She's uh, capturing. She's an accurate word. She's on. She's on heavy lockdown right now. Yes, we, we've we fought. Uh, um, Pylorvo. We. Well, there are there are lots of things going on. I'm sure you both know. Oh God, did we have? I can't remember the whole conversation we had with my father before. What What are you trying to remember? Did, did I tell him that about the whole Numerath thing? Uh, Harkos did. Uh, yeah. Okay. I thought you got were you up. were being you were being coy, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm sick of sitting here with my thumb <laughs> up my ass. Harkos is going to be a dipshit because he doesn't get the father son dynamic because he doesn't have a father son dynamic. Um. Yet. So. You fuck uh, off. Harkos informed father of the nice connection to Numerath that I've apparently acquired. Um, we showed up just as father was tending to Avalon, which ever so happens to be connected to Harkos. It's been a whole uh, Harkos, I you you kind of see out of the corner of your eye, you see one of uh one of Zuriel's eyebrows raises when he says Avalon, and then connected to you, you see the other one go up. What? I um just to be clear, there's more than one Herald in the city. Um, yes, we've 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 met up with Rhyme, which was damn near deadly, and we spoke with Cyraxis just yesterday. <laughs> She's not a herald, though. Hey, no, but that trumps the herald shit. <laughs> That's Zuriel. You do realize that you do realize that we're all fucked, right? Oh, that's um, real. Yeah. I I expressed that there's, explicitly last night. If there's more than one herald in the city, then that means that we are positively absolutely fine. Well, Zeriel, one of those heralds is on our side. Bullshit. Well, yeah, I mean yes. she's she's like my aunt or sister or so I don't know. Um, oh god Harkos is I I don't know if I can fucking get to it can I get back in the egg 
<laughs> uh, you can pull it out and try. I'm, I'm so, oh god, this is even worse. So Hargus is going to take out uh, his egg and find a spot nearby him to kind of set it down. Uh, you set it down and it stays kind of motionless. Uh, but after a few seconds of kind of like a tense quiet and stillness, you see it kind of shudders and then cracks and opens up. So he'll open it, take out the, is the claw and stuff still in there? Yep. Okay. You put it in there. So. I know, but you could have done some weird shit and be like, I take the claw and you'd be like, what claw? <laughs> so it wasn't fucking there when I built the damn thing. Uh, so he'll take the claw out, take out the note and then go to hand it to Zuriel. And then just as she's like reaching out for it, he's going to pull back for a second and go, listen. I've had enough of explaining very difficult information to people who don't want to hear it for my life. And my life's very short. <laughs> so I'm going to hand you this piece of paper and I need you to know that it's much harder for me to swallow than it will be for you. And I need you to act like a person as we all rationalize all the information that we are going to take in today. And then I'll hand her the parchment. Yeah, you hand it to her and she opens up. Oh, okay. <laughs> she rolls it back up and hands it back over to you. Okay. Yep. So. I'll pack it all back up and put it in my bag. I'm going to look over at Harkos and go. I, I know you just had her read it, but would you like to cliff notes it for the rest of the room? Um. Hi. My name is Harkos Pissarro. I think I'm an Alakokra monk from the sanctuary of Okaido. I was apparently raised by Rhyme, which is not in the note. Um, and my parents are Onyxiath and Arrowrath, which is in the note. Which is a very abridged version of it, yes. They love me, they miss me, they're sorry they can't see me. Was that important? Did, did it need to be... So, I'm gonna look at Zuriel and go, and my family line has been uh, connected to Sam Renton and my mother's side, however cut off from it, was connected to Cyraxis. Oh, fuck. So this is a very awkward room right now. But I... If, if Zuriel had a third eyebrow, it would it would have just gone up. I'm, I'm going to... Still looking at Zuriel, I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say... I know Harkos called you here. But I'm letting you know that the only reason you're in this room right now is because I have trust in you. 
and I hope it's not misplaced. I go along. We'll see how this all this all turns out in the end, I guess. I will tell you as I told Harkos. I promise you on my life if I am wrong I will die defending. I don't care what dragon it is. I don't care if Numerath himself lands in front of me and I have to fight him with just my shield and hammer. I will die trying to protect everyone. So I know shit's really tense and we don't need more problems. But Harkos is gonna kind of look over at you when you say all this. Would you kill my parents? I'm sorry. It, it's what it's what crossed <laughs> no, my mind. No, 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 no. You're fine. You're that's, fine. That's that's what I've been thinking about since I found out that my parents are dragons. Is Harkus's whole dragon thought process has been fucking shotgun blasted against a goddamn wall. Well. Because I don't know that I could. If it was to protect you, yes. If I've said it, I at this point, I've I've put so much trust in Numerath that it would destroy me to have to even think about fighting him, but yes. I don't know much about Onyx Yath or her Herald, but I know that Arrowrath has always been a benefactor. Uh, otherwise, I would not have tried to save his or his herald. And allow uh, allow me to say, I I don't think that she would ever have to worry about that situation coming to pass. I don't know the full details in either of your dealings with the dragons, obviously. You kept quite a bit from me. But I figured... For your own protection, my son, you did not get a chance to be formally brought in to the fold, as it were. I'm not saying I don't understand. I'm just saying that I... I don't have the knowledge of what depths have been reached with 
I don't know how much we're connected, how much you two are connected. I just what I've been told recently. We need to lay everything out on the table. Now. Well, I think that uh, pretty much everything is out on the table. Oh, uh, not quite. Uh, last fun bit of information, uh, especially with Zuriel being here. Uh, Malus, so Cyrax is disguised oh, as the Queen shit. Mother. Um, Malus, super walked out with her, super called her daughter. So he's something. There's no way. Zuriel. There's no way. No way what? He called her daughter. Yes, yes we, we all heard it. You see Lenara's nodding along in agreement. There's no way. What does it mean? The, the only person that something like Cyraxis would He can't be a progenitor. The two of them are supposed to be gone. Well, obviously one of them is not. Which means we need to figure out how to kill it. I don't know if you can. I don't know if they can die. There's no lore about the progenitors because they're beyond time ancient. The only reason that we know about them in any way is because of what the Methuselah said. And the way that they talked about them was like that they were gone too. Well, then I suppose we have at least three Methuselahs on our side that we can speak to. And while I know that's going to bother you, I would hope that you can Grin and bear it, per se. Zuriel, something... I... We don't have time to get into it right now, but a friend that Trevor and I made showed us a lot of the past. A lot of the past. And we saw your cabal smite the dragons the day that it happened we were on the battlefield when it happened listening to the leaders of the cabal talk something that you need that I implore you to remember is that the Cabal chose to see all the dragons as bad because the ones that weren't seemingly did nothing as Cyraxis rose. From our viewpoint. And so 
the Cabal saw it better to have none than let Cyraxis win. So it is feasible that it's taken me a lot of time and I'm still working through it to get here, but it is feasible that they're not all dicks. <laughs> Look, I thought about cutting off the potty mouth when when the when the drunkenness was gone. I'm in a bit of a internal turmoil. I think I'm gonna hold on to it for a tiny bit more. I'll clean myself up when I feel better, but I don't think Harkos cares at the moment. So okay, so what? What do we plan to do? Well, I can safely tell you what I need step one to be. I'm gonna look over at my father and go, "I apologize. I have lost the family sword." Rhyme struck me down and took it. Uh, Like. Like the sword? Yes, the one that you showed me. I went back to the shop. He probably hasn't been to the shop and seen the note that you left, so... I went back to the shop because I didn't have my hammer and things were not going in a pleasant way and we needed a way to defend ourselves. And then when we got back to the ship, that was when all the bad happened and... He tried to kill Lenara, and then he attempted to kill me, and apparently he took off with the sword. And, and I'm going to pull the hunk of metal out of my bag, and he melted my hammer. However, we can still work with this. Yeah, we we can, but um, why, why would he take it? I, I have no idea. must be more going on with these weapons than we know. There must be. So I can do this myself, but I think two iron jaws working on it would be much more efficient. I agree. So that's what I propose that at least we do. And the table is open for future plans. Uh, Lenara will kind of shift and on top of the chest. And, well, you you heard William, the guard captain. He said that there was layers and layers of tunnels underneath the king's keep. It would stand to reason that if the queen mother was Cyraxis, that the ritual would have to be performed somewhere near where the Queen Mother was, and preparations would need to be made for that ritual there. So, if we're going to go and rescue our friends and crewmate, then we need to go back. Agreed. Also agreed. Um... Uh, William pledged his the, his guard to help in the effort, so I 
we need to take him up on that offer and help use them to scour the area. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look over at my parents and go Mother, I, I hate to ask because it's obvious that whatever is happening is taking its toll on you. Oh, I, I don't... You see that she kind of shifts on... I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you're going through. But... If there's any way I can help ease it, I will oh. do it. Oh, you're such a sweet boy, Trevor, but I, I'm i fine. I'm honestly fine. You could lie to me as a child, but I know better now. Oh, that... Trevor, is there any information that you can give us? I don't know if there's a connection. I don't know exactly what is going on. But if there's anything that you can give us, even just a slight bit, we could use it. Because the only thing stopping me from dying in that room last night was Harkos. I was ready to fight Cyraxis then and there. Although not in the shape for it. Trevor, if... if I try to open that door, I don't know what's going to be on the other side. I'm, I'm not asking you to open any doors. I, I don't. But just me trying me. I didn't know if perhaps you would, with everything happening, if you had glimpsed anything or strange dreams or noises or voices I, I don't I don't know what's happening to you but I know whatever it is is not good I'm not asking you to open things or make connections I just if anything strange has been happening She's sitting very still and looking at you. And you see that she kind of closes her eyes and she looks down. I'm being called. I'm being called to the lowest depths of the king's keep. they've dug underneath there. That's where she was. was buried far below the King's Keep where they thought that it would be the safest. It's 
where she was buried. That's where she was brought back. And that's where they'll, that's where they'll free her. I don't know how to get there, but I know that that's where. We will figure that out. I'm going to go over and give her a hug again. And she looks even more tired than she did before. Like just just bringing that to the forefront of her mind was almost like a Herculean effort on her part. Like you can tell that it took something out of her to do it. I but she weakly will wrap her arms around you as you as you go in. So Trevor's going to give her a, a big hug and say, you know, father always said our women were invincible. He was not wrong. She looks up at you and you see her eyes are wet with tears and It's, it's a nice sentiment, but we're we still have our weaknesses. You see, she just kind of closes her eyes and is like focusing on just breathing and trying to stay calm. I'm sure it won't work, but I want to Don't fucking do it. Huh? Don't fucking do it. <laughs> Are you really wanting to drop any spells before you're going into any of this? I want to try to dispel magic. I, I'm i going to tell you right away. You cast it. And nothing and happens. There is nothing. Okay. This is this is ancient deep I, blood ties. I don't even care that I wasted the spell slot. I, I just feel like Trevor would have tried. Uh, I think that you get kind of like a flashback off of it, like that it recoils on you a little bit. Like it doesn't like send you flying back or anything like that, but that you it gives you the sense of the insane amount of power that this blood tie has and gives you a, a, I would think a deeper respect for the amount of effort that she's having to put in to resist something that is this powerful. Okay. Or has she? Say what? Nothing. <laughs> Just being a dick. <laughs> I... <laughs> so... Trevor, you and I should head back to the shop. We should. Get that set up for you, and then guess you all are storming the castle. That does sound... I feel like that's a reference to something, but I don't know what. (laughs) That does sound like the plan. Lenara, should we should we bother the the crew at all? I mean, I know William and his men, um, but if I've learned anything from being friends with Phil, lack of information 
is almost as detrimental as sharing information. <laughs> oh, without Kirby here, I am the effective captain. So if you think that the Bravo's crew would be helpful to you, we are at your disposal. I'm not necessarily suggesting that we take you all down. Um, uh, but as you stated, I, I feel they deserve to know that um, stuff is happening and it's happening to one of theirs. Um, so if, if they choose to want to do something, they are more than welcome. But I, I would not I would not ask um, any of you to to follow us into quite literally more than likely the pits of hell. So uh, but I I just I don't I I have this little bell that goes off in the back of my mind whenever I'm thinking of not saying something to someone anymore. <laughs> so I I don't I don't want to not tell them about Evelyn. I will tell them and I can promise you that there will not be a hand at any one side if there is a call for volunteers. Okay. So at least there's a pseudo plan. And we'll just wing the rest of it. Uh, in true pirate fashion. I knew there was a reason that this crew was so comforting. It seems to be how we do our plans also. Harkos adjusts his wings and goes, yeah, I kind of thrive. Uh, but uh, Sterling will kind of adjust himself and stand and oh Trevor if you're you're ready yes let's go and get that set back up for you I am I am ready uh, the rest of you please be safe okay so you two leave yep all right you walk, uh, you start taking the this same road back to the Iron Jaw shop. Uh, you pass by the site of your first encounter. You see the tabaxi who gives you a nod. And then you continue on. It's a strange cat. I'm, I'm looking at my father and saying he, he's a strange one. Um, yeah. He's definitely odd. Have you met him before? Um, we've spoken a couple times. Okay. He takes all kinds, I guess. Keep on going. All right. So you head to the Iron Jaw shop. Uh, Harkos, what are you doing? Um...
that's a good fucking question. Um, I don't know. Uh, I like. I guess. It for fuck's sake. Um, it's probably just a a, a mix of like him self improving uh from from the evening prior on top of like uh helping La- Lenara talk to the crew and any crew that needs to get ready and apart from that the only thing that I think he would do is kind of just chill with Zuriel I guess to gauge how she's taking everything in I mean, Ar- I mean, Argos doesn't have fuck all to do other than go find his friends. So, uh, so while you're kind of meandering about, uh, Lenara's told you that she's gonna wait until Trevor gets back, yeah, uh, before she asks the crew anything. Uh, that she doesn't want to throw that out with not the full support, you know, kind of there. That makes sense. Uh, you're kind of chit chat with Zuriel. Uh, kind of milling about trying to keep yourself distracted and then things around you quiet down even though nothing has changed and you hear Harkos so he'll, he'll I mean he'll stop and pay attention Harkos I think that we need to talk Come below deck. He, he goes. He'll, he'll excuse himself from uh, Zuriel. He'll be like, um, I think. Oh shit! Sorry, I almost dropped something. Um, I, I'm gonna go. Um, make sure I have all all my things. I, f- I fell out of bed this morning, so I wouldn't. Um, I want to make sure that all my ducks are in a row. Yeah, it's funny because you're um, yeah, kind of pseudo-related to a duck. I like that's a funny one. I like it. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'll I'll be back. So, okay. So, so you he goes. You you head below deck, um, and then you hear down the next cabin. Go to the storage room on the left. He goes. Okay. You, uh, you head down, walk a little bit further past some hammocks and some storage areas, and then you get to a door. Uh, it's not the same, same explodey mm-hmm. side door that, that, uh, uh, Trevor and Lenara were in, uh, but you pop open the door and seated within this room on top of a a stack of bags of some sort of food is a much shorter than you alacocra black and silver feathers and as you walk in she looks up she sees you she stands and she 
waves and it's Avalon. Hello, Harkos. Uh, hi. I felt the egg open. And I think that we probably need to talk. And that, my friends, <laughs> is where we will call it for tonight. Just nice and silent. I don't know if that means that I've done a good job or a bad job, oh, I, but that's I, fine. I, you, like, Discord must not have picked it up. No, there was there was <laughs> things. <laughs> okay, I guarantee you, right. an audition picked it up, so yeah. it'll be there. All right. Well, thank you all very much for joining us at our table. I. Uh, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, we would uh, kindly ask that you show us some support. We have a couple of different ways that you can do that. Uh, the first way is to do something as simple as just buying us a coffee. If you go to ko-fi.com and search for Rolling into Geek, you can do a one-time donation there. Uh, the second way is through Patreon. We are good little warlocks, and we offer up sacrifices to our patrons depending on the tier that you choose. And John, this is your weekly sacrifice. <laughs> Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to our newsletter on our website at RitGeekPodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek, or you can find us on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter, and if you want to talk to a bunch of rad content creators, podcasters, artists, and all-around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discord through the link on our website. Thank you very much, Brad. Nick, this week... Hmm. Give me one second. I have an idea, but I want to confirm. Just keeping you in suspense. It's fucking bullshit, isn't it? Hmm. I do it to you enough. I don't need to do it to you in the fucking outro. The hell's wrong with me? Uh. Okay. Nick, this week you are the Sound Ranger of the Beastmaster Conclave. Mm. Nick, you have trained her well. Your companion, Jennifer, has learned the ins and outs of how to do the beginnings of your edits. And gets you started along the path so that you can hunt the prey of good audio quality. Can you please hunt us something fun to go out on? Um, yeah. Sure. Um, I don't know if that could be taken offensively, but I had that thought and I was like, mm, that sounds kind of funny. I was just about to say, if anyone uh, wants to read into negative connotations, uh, Ken's um, viewpoints do not reflect that of Nick, uh, nor <laughs> nor Nick Incorporated of his uh, spouse. Uh, no, she's she's been super helpful. Who do you from Nick and Harkos? Um, as we. Uh, stayed up late. 
in episode 88. I mean, sure. Um, <laughs> and let's hope that everything uh, is fine in episode 89. It won't be, but we can pretend. Uh, this week... This week is uh, kind of to satiate Brad, um, because oh boy, uh, well it's it's not it's not in a way like that. It's because the other the other day uh, in episode there's there's an episode where um, Ken started and did a radio thing and I did a thing and Brad was like, no, that needs to be a song. I didn't make my own song. I said I wasn't oh, going to do yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I said I wasn't going to do it. I didn't do it. But. I found one that that works uh, for this. So, without further ado, it's also an artist I've never touched. Weird uh, that there's still some of those out there. Um, I mean, it makes sense. There's a lot of artists I haven't touched, but this one I should have. Anyway, without further ado, episode 88 parody. Here we go. <clears throat> now, since I was just an outlet. Down in the sanctuary. I never even thought that. Hang on. Hang on. Oh my gosh. I can't. Why do you do this to me? Why do you do this thing to me where, like. Yeah, you know, I would like to say I just did my one hat, like <laughs> I, and just let it go. Like, Brad can't fucking control himself. I don't know. I don't know if it was because there was a slight delay before my brain put it together of what song it was. <laughs> oh, but that's great already. I'm starting over. <sighs> I'll pro- I'm probably leaving all that in, but I'm starting over. Okay, here we go. I'll try to compose. (laughs) Fucker. (sighs) Now, since I was just an outlet down in the sanctuary, (laughs) I never even thought that people would depend on me, but they are. And the pressure's too much some days. The pressure's too much. I fear on this path I may die. Well, I've got my friends behind me, but is that all I need? Giving second chances is now our new creed, but the (laughs) pressure's too much some days. The pressure's too much. I fear on this path is where I die. Despite all the fear, I'll keep going. It's probably my biggest flaw, but I can't seem to help myself from fighting down to my last claw. The pressure's too much some days. The pressure's too much. But despite it all, we've got to try. There you go. So, okay. So, so what made me laugh more especially after the reset is all I can picture is it's Arcos doing the fucking Elvis hipshake stuff well so I thought about that right so Elvis has his famous thing where he wore like an eagle bedazzled thing Arcos when he sings that song wears a big bedazzled thing that has like a chunky guy eating a peanut butter banana sandwich on it Oh, that was awesome. You're welcome. 
fucking loved it. Pissarro. Uh, I'm trapped in deep space. They got the engines. The ship's in trouble. Uh, I don't even know where I am. I don't even know if anyone's gonna hear this. Captain Harkos, I'm picking up the ship incoming. Uh, well, can you hail him? Can you get him over here, please? No. It appears that communications are offline. But it does appear that the ship is the HMS Angel. Trevor, it fucking figures. Just signal him somehow, please. We're running out of air. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.